Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, with me in the studio, I've got photographer and videographer Kareem Abrahim. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Do you just want to say your name again to the listeners? For sure. I'm Kareem Ibrahim, uh, photographer, videographer, and creative. All right. Creative, eh? Yeah. (laughs) It's a generic term that everyone uses, I guess. All right. All right. All right. So tell our listeners, how did you get into videography or photography? For sure. So um, ironically, it's because I had a phone, was not able to take things properly so i wanted to take a picture of a moon a long time ago just a night sky moon um it was not that great so yeah i wanted a camera really badly so i convinced my parents and after about three or four years they finally got me one and it's actually the one i'm using till this day and it's amazing so i'm that's what got me into it all right and how do you like landscaping how do you like scenes I love them. So it's awesome to capture something that you just see every day. So for example, like the lakeshore front with uh, Toronto, the CN Tower, everything. I have one in my house that I took, just a long exposure. And it's amazing because you just, it relates to so many people uh, more than actually portraits or event stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, other things you do, right? Do you want to talk about that too as well that relates to photography? For sure. So I do a lot of event things because I name myself Candid Vision because I like taking pictures in the moment. And that really covers a lot of the wedding stuff I do, the corporate stuff, um, even product and things like that. But mainly it's just so that those things are in the moment and you capture the essence of what people are doing and feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite moment when you're taking that picture? What were your favorite moments taking pictures? For sure. So I, I it was when capturing something that you really don't think you'll capture, especially like let's say someone's jumping in the middle of a frame and it's meant to like be expressive. You know, you know those money shots almost like where people like you don't expect it to come through and it actually comes through. Those are the best moments. And I've had a bunch of those, thankfully, um, because like, through experience and just in general, through sheer luck, it's one of the best feelings ever. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I'm the best feeling, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. All right. Now, Candid Vision yeah. is your company, right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about why you called it Candid Vision? Sure. So I named myself Candid Vision because I went through a bunch of names trying to think of it and looking through Instagram, ironically, to see if what name was taken. Um, I tried things like Creative Mind spelled with a K. Other names, I think that's the most vivid one I've actually thought of. But uh, Candid Vision just was available and it really stuck and I it really emphasized what I like doing which is taking things in the moment like I'm the one nowadays that takes out a camera or a device in general and just like I want to capture that moment so I'll bring it almost everywhere I go Mm-hmm. Everywhere yeah. you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean don't even know because I have two cameras pointing towards us right now <laughs> <laughs> he said that, listeners. Okay, yeah. so what's your five-year plan? Uh, right now, it's doing a lot of social media stuff, so really growing things online. And because doing shoots is fun and all that, but really building an online presence is something key I really looked forward to because a lot of other photographers, creatives are doing that too. But in general, it just uh, you can go worldwide with that compared to a shoot which might only be local and you limit yourself in that case as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So five years from now, do you sense that you'll take the business internationally? I'm hoping so. I mean, I hope people will buy like presets or whatever I'm doing or see videos I'm making or just in general, whatever I'm putting out, I hope people can relate to it more and just not see like, oh, he's just doing events. He's just doing this. 
All right. Now talk to our listeners the difference between taking a picture on your phone versus a photographer. Uh, so, yeah, this is a big debate that a lot of people have because phones are getting really good nowadays, especially with Apple phones that they have this HDR thing, which basically means it looks really good, at least in my in my uh, definition or what my knowledge is. But phones are great to a certain extent. But when you try to take that picture, let's say I take a picture of Donovan, for example, you can zoom into the picture on a phone and it will look pretty grainy after a while and it just won't look as clear as something on a camera. Um, and if you want to blow it up into a, like, you know, a painting or a canvas size, you're not going to see nearly as much uh, detail retained when you do that. But also in general, um, you had mentioned something about like photographers being phased out. People, if you show up to an event with a phone, at least nowadays, you're still not going to be respected as compared to if you have even a basic camera because it shows investment time and knowledge of like what you know how to do mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. well so now i didn't even ask the question yet is photographers are they going to phase out in the future in the next five to ten years uh so i think i don't think so because so a lot of jobs nowadays i'm kind of going a little bit off a tangent here but with ai being so great now uh graphic design things like that people think their jobs are in you know in things like even even music artists now you can generate like eminem's voice like i think david Guetta did it so yeah, AI can do things, but the thing about photography is that you can go, you have to go to an event and physically know what to do, certain settings, all this stuff, you have to know a lot of what to do. So you still have to have a photographer or videographer to do things to really know what to do in that moment because everything changes. Like if, for example, I'll just bring an event up, but like if you have an event, lighting might change in a second and then you have to know how to adjust to get the best shot in that in that moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now talk about the videography. Yeah. Listeners want to hear about that. For sure. What kind of memorable video moments do you capture? Is it the same as photography? So videography, uh, I think the moments are more like the clips that you get, but there's not as many like, you know, the snapshot moments. But the projects themselves are generally amazing because things like the, one of the guests you had previously, Rayshon, he we did a music video and I was there doing BTS, so behind the scenes. And that stuff was a lot of fun because you got opportunities that you never really feel like you'd ever get. But just in general, being able to capture moments and for example, like weddings, events, you get those things that are like a moment in time, it's like capsule. And those things are fun to like look back on even as the person who just was there to record it only. It's just something you, you, you really feel like you remember that time and like even just other parts of time relating to that event. Mm -hmm. you know, now, are there any upcoming music video shoots or any upcoming videos that you're going to be filming in the future? I, I have got a few music video requests. Um, there might be a few that I'll tell you later on as well. But uh, yeah, there's a few that I'm looking forward to. Uh, hopefully also weddings and stuff. I'm kind of debating on going with weddings and stuff, but they're all there. It's I've done enough of them where I've done enough of them where I know what to do. So it's still fun to do. Mm -hmm. um, even for business money wise but mm -hmm. yeah I it just kind of whatever comes do you think they'll fade phase out in weddings too what do you call it because you know you told me that it's starting to phase out for you too can you explain to our listeners a bit for sure um, so weddings and stuff is where I really kind of learned how to do a lot of things because once you get the first wedding you really figure out yeah I need to take these shots I need to do these things need to follow these people but the thing is weddings are great for kind of learning that but it's not really great for money um, because you're trying to do this as a business and the thing is you can do one wedding a day usually and that's it so regardless if you charge $500 you charge $2 million you know same whatever but you can't scale that nearly as much but things like uh, things like product photography or real estate or other things where you can go in different avenues and you can do a bunch of them per day even for smaller amounts you get more you can make more and you can get more experiences um, I, I've heard of like I've heard of people doing like 
$200 per listing for real estate. And think about it, if you can do one hour for each of those listings and you're charging $200, you can easily do 10 listings in a day and make a ton of money. Um, and not to say it's all about the money, but it, you just have to realize how scalable it is and you can train other people to do that. So it's not as, as volatile or as uh, intense as weddings. Uh, I may have gone off a tangent there, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now for people that want to get into photography, how do they start? Or do they just grab a camera or do they just say, hey, I like the picture you took? <laughs> How did they start? For sure. Um, honestly speaking, I'd say use what you have. If you have a phone, use the phone, especially for videography with TikTok and uh, Reels nowadays. Start there because you have that. And I'm pretty sure most people have a smartphone now, which has all these app capabilities. If you can even afford a, even a beginner camera, like a DSLR, the like Canon T6i, which is what I still use to this day. And it's an old camera it's still really great and you can still get a really great pictures with it and people most of the time won't know the difference um and obviously that's the one thing that to invest in but the main thing to go right from the beginning is knowledge and it might be cliche to say that but like learning how to do it is better than knowing sorry learning to know how to do it is better than getting the gear and then not knowing anything because you can take great photos on even on the worst gear even on film cameras nowadays where if you know what you're doing you can get much better photos than something that's much higher quality or much more expensive nowadays. All right. So talk to us about our travel lovers. What advice would you give them? Let's say they want a perfect scenery. Let's say they're going to somewhere in Africa. Mm-hmm. How can they get a good lens picture? For sure. I would say do a couple of things. First, take set up your camera to bracket, which basically is a way of setting up your camera, take one underexposed picture, which is darker, one middle, and then one brighter. And in an ideal scenario, if nothing moves, you'll get the best picture possible because you combine those later on. But the thing is, I'd say take one blank picture, and if you want to take one with yourself in it, then you can combine these with Photoshop, and you can get that crazy picture that you might want of yourself to get that. But if you want something more stock, then just take a bunch of pictures and just use that and put that forward to on sites and things like that because that's something that will... You're not going to get a good shot every single time but if you get if you take a bunch of pictures there's guaranteed to be at least a handful that are gonna be the best possible mm-hmm. now talk to us about a pe- our people or people in general not our people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people in general that like to take pictures on the phone what yeah. advice would you give them and they want good quality on the phone I so I'd say invest in a phone that has qualities tailored towards an actual like photography stuff so again there's a bunch of different phones I'm not going to list them off because it'll date this it'll date the interview but I would say at least learn the pro mode because a lot of the phones nowadays even my old one which is literally sitting on the table next to us it, it has pro mode in the inbuilt camera and you can still use a lot of stuff to learn about shutter speed about rule of thirds about all these different concepts that are crucial to learn to get the best shots in a camera or whatever device you're using but again it's just something to uh just you just have to keep that in mind uh future entrepreneurs let's say they want to start their own business but they want to do photography what do you want to tell them uh so i'll kind of relate to what i said previously is learn the concept so like not just photography but learn how to sell because that's something i'm learning nowadays too uh because i focused a lot on the creative stuff a long time ago when i was in school didn't really need to make really need, didn't need to sell but like nowadays selling is crucial so i'd say learn how to sell more than anything because that's how you'll be successful for anything not even just photography videography but that is one thing but then also really hone your skills so honestly speaking if you can shoot whenever you can or record whenever you can because you'll learn certain things that you will never know even setting a setting maybe a few notches up or a few notches down will change your photo and setting some things on your camera will be insane so i think i've mentioned to you donovan about 
JPEGs and RAWs and stuff like that. That one setting can change a photo and in editing from being kind of bad to basically being able to save it from being bad. So I think that those are the two big tips I give. Now, if I mess up, right? What do you want to tell to the people that might have messed up or have some bad, bad photos? What do you want to tell them? They can start all over again, <laughs> of course, but what if they did not like how their summer vacation or their wedding photos turned out? Mm -hmm. I would say shoot in JPEG and RAW, sorry, RAW and JPEG first because RAW and JPEG especially will give you two big it'll give you big uh room for error so raw you can save a bunch of stuff will which will like be able you'll be able to take an overexposed photo or an underexposed photo and bring it up to be you know fairly decent i've saved a bunch of photos of like the scene tower and stuff which i thought were like absolutely horrible like it was literally pitch black and then you you lower a bunch of stuff and it saves it but point being is like you can do a lot to save your photos just by that one setting alone but then also if you shoot, shoot in jpeg i mean you have the option of uh, another photo saved but also it's just something you can export quickly so i think th that's the biggest thing to keep in mind that will save you a lot of headache in the long run and then learn how to edit after that too all right did you want to throw out your social media platforms just in case there are people that have questions maybe they want you to shoot their music videos or they have questions you know they want to take some pictures maybe they need to look presentable for prom or their wedding for sure so you can find me on candid vision pretty much anywhere so youtube uh twitter instagram especially and in general if you find my website you'll find it under the pretty much the same name candid vision or candid vision media and if you search my name kareem ibrahim k-a-r-i-m-e-b-r-a-h-i-m you'll find me under pretty much all those accounts too so uh yeah those are my social medias all right any final things you would like to tell our listeners um i would say more than anything, just experiment and just go do it. So if you're trying to take photos, go shoot a bunch of times. If you're trying to record, and especially with YouTube growing nowadays, just go press record because I do that and I've seen such growth in myself. So I think if you just can do that, you'll actually do so much without, you'll actually do so much without even realizing it and you'll, and you'll benefit from it just without even, without even realizing it. Even if you don't post it, that's something that'll, you'll never like regret it. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for coming to see me in the studio. Thank you for having me. It's been great. All right. For CJRU 1280 AM, I'd like to thank you. Can throw out your name again. Kareem Ibrahim. Thank you so much. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode as well. Thank you.